again to get powered up with untapped potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. So again, this is untapped potential for today, Tuesday, September 29th, which means we are at the end of the yet another month. We are at the end of September. So again, welcome aboard. Again, this is untapped potential for today, Tuesday, September 27th. I'm ahead of myself <laughs> on the date. So again, Tuesday, September uh, 27th. Welcome to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. I hope that your week is off to a great start. I hope that you have your plans for how you will remain consistent on your goals because this is what we are here for. Every Tuesday, we come by to work on those goals that we have set out for ourselves and we try to remain consistent. So we get powered up, we get energized for the week ahead. And we always like to start the program on a note of gratitude. So what are you grateful for today? What are you grateful for this week? I always say, if you woke up this morning, then you already have something to be grateful for. As for me, I am grateful for the wonderful four weather. So I think fall begins on September 21st and I am already enjoying the cooler weather because that means I can run outside, I can spend lots more time outside just enjoying the cool weather down, down here in Georgia. So as we get the program off and, and running today, again we have another great uh, interview for you, another great discussion and we also have our tip of the week as well as some great music just to get the program started off. And as you know, if you're from Dominica, October is Creole month and we will be observing all our cultural heritage. The beginning of the Creole season actually started with the official opening of Creole month uh, on Saturday. So I hope you got a chance to enjoy the festivities virtually or in person if you're in Dominica and that you are excited and you're ready to celebrate our culture, our heritage, our identity. So let's get the program off and started um, with this number. I figure, hmm, you know, it's almost time for Creole Month, so we might as well get started on our Kadas Lipso music. So my, one of my favorite genres of music, a genre of music that was created in Dominica by the legend himself, Mr. Gordon Henderson and the Exile One band out of Dominica. So let's get the program started with this number from Exile One, a song entitled Muetwa Vai Puanya in English. That simply means I work for nothing. <laughs> so sort of documenting our history, uh, our slave history in terms of when we were enslaved and when we pretty much worked for nothing. So let us enjoy this number and then we will go straight into our Facebook Live pre-recorded um, interview. And today I wanted to bring you this very inspirational young man. His name is Jeffrey Cuffey out of Dominica, and he has done an incredible thing. He started his very own water bottling company up here in the U.S., as well as his own construction 
company. So, you know, this is one of the things I always say that many times we talk about our young people in Dominica and we talk about that they're lazy, they don't want to work. And I simply do not agree because when we have young men like Jeffrey, who barely had opportunities in Dominica, but then he comes to the U.S. and finds a more engaging, a more enabling environment, he's able to soar. So in eight years, Jeffrey has done incredible things. So he's our featured um, interview for today. So let's enjoy this one from Exile One, and then we will go straight into a portion of the interview we recorded with Jeffrey Cuffey. And then, of course, stay tuned for our tip of the week, as well as other wonderful aspects of the podcast. Ma mère réfléchit Où aïe 
Yes, I am doing very well. Thank you so much for taking some time out to be here with us for this program. I appreciate you inviting me here. I mean, I am happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes, and I had to invite you because, you know, I went to um, the Dominica Atlanta Fun Day and I kept seeing this beautiful poster that you have behind you. I'm <laughs> talking about your product and eventually as the organizer, you know, what is this product about? Because I'd never heard about it before. And he told me it was a young Dominican behind the product. So I said, wow, we have to get you some more exposure because this is a recently launched product. Absolutely, absolutely. Sure is. Sure yes, people so taking the initiative. Yes, everybody's coming in. Lauren Del Sol, I see you. She says good evening. So come on in, guys. Share the live, post the message, let us know where you're joining us from. Of course, I know you can't wait to find out about how Jeffrey went about starting his water company. But before we get started, let us just take a couple of minutes and get to know Jeffrey just a little bit. So, Jeffrey, can you just tell us who you are, what part of Dominica you're from, your life experiences growing up in Dominica? Just kind of introduce yourself to the audience. Okay, well, um, my name is Jeffrey. My name is Jeffrey Coffey. I am from Roso, Kingsville, uh, Dominica. No, I was actually raised you know, in the city as a young man growing up. You know, I my background is construction. I started way outside of this field of water. You know, but um, you know, I'm here in the US. I moved here for about eight years now in the United States. And um, you know, I just want to be able to maintain, you know, the quality of life that we know back home as far as hydration goes in the United States. And this is the reason why we are here today is you know because of the idea of being able to drink real good fresh water like we know it uh, growing up. Yeah, so just tell us a little bit of, in terms of the schools you went to in Dominica. So actually, I, I went to Newton Primary School. Miss Williams was my principal. Phenomenal, loving, loving, loving person. Um, I actually went to the Buffer State GSB program. I did go to the state college after that. And, um, you know, I, I did the academic program from there and um, actually attended the business training center as well um, as, a, as a youth growing up, you know, so that was part of my educational background. I, I studied construction and stuff like that. So that was really where I started. Mm-hmm. And you said you've been in the U.S. for the last eight years. What brought you to the U.S.? Well, family. Uh, my mom my mom moved here because of my sister a long time ago. And then, uh, you know, because of that, we were able to migrate you know, and start living here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And where exactly in the U.S. are you? I'm based out of Atlanta. I actually live in Lifeboat near Georgia. Um, beautiful place, full of Caribbean, full of, you know, Caribbean vibe. It almost feels like home. That's why I yes. love I love, I love Lifeboat there. Yeah, I know. And it's very close to Stone Mountain, which has a lot of uh, good West, uh, West Indian vibes, a lot of good food, a lot of good entertainment. If you're in Georgia and you're looking for the place to be in terms of Caribbean entertainment and cuisine, Lithonia Stone Mountain is the place to be. That is the place to be. That's why I moved here. I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is the best. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah, Vince uh, Javier, thank you for being here. Come on in, guys. Don't forget That's to my brother up. right there. Oh, hey, uh, bro. How are you? Thank you for being here. So, guys, yeah. don't forget. Share the live as you come on in. We have Mr. Jeffrey Cuffey out of Dominica with us, and he's going to tell us all about his motivation, his inspiration, his successes, his challenges with regards to his Rosso Beverage Company. Let's see somebody else just join in. Uh, Josiel Wright Silcut, trap water to the world. <laughs> That's my kiss mom right there. <laughs> so my kids must be tuning in. Big up myself, Josiel, That's my kids. They're out there in Antigua right now. Oh, nice. So you're joining from Antigua, Antigua in the house. Um, thank you for being here. So, um, Jeffrey, you have a very interesting story as it relates to how you got started 
with the Rose Beverage Company. So kind of just walk us through because you've only been in the U.S. for eight years and you have already started a company. So I think that speaks volumes for the person that you are. So tell us about how you got started. You know, actually, I actually started two companies. I, uh, I construction first. That was my original love. I do have my own construction company where um, when I first moved to the U.S., my mission was to build houses. That's what I've been doing for the last, uh, let's say, eight years since I've been here. But I worked for a company for, for quite some time, from maybe about 2013, uh, 14, you know, um, all the way up to 2019. Um, I built over 200 plus homes from the ground up uh, from my construction management skill. And then, um, you know, just living here in the U.S., I've always tried to be close to home. You know, they say you can take the man out of the country, but you cannot take the country out of the man. And that's part of what influenced my decision to be here in Georgia, in Atlanta, in, in, on a whole, is because of the natural element that it, that it still brings and then because of the rich Caribbean uh, culture that's presented here when you come here. You know, so it was, a, it was my way of clinging on to, you know, what I knew growing up. And uh, while living here, while trying to make here home, knowing that this is where I'm going to be, you know, um, you know, for a very long time, you know, there was a problem that really was bothering me, and 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 it's it's water. You know, I moved to US. Uh, the most I could do is I could consume only what was available at the time in the market. You know, coming from Dominica, the biggest thing for me is when I was growing up. Even if we had so much water, free land of three hundred and sixty-five rivers, all the natural beauty and all of that. We had flowing water in the pipes, you know. Yeah, we would drink the water from the pipe, but really we would go and get the water from the source. You know, I'm from Roseau, and the biggest thing for us was driving to Point Michel, sometimes even riding my bicycle to Point Michel, where they had that water just flowing from the rock, and you could fill your containers right there. And, you know, sometimes we would go to the countryside, and wherever we see that water flowing from the rocks, where, you know, the elders would bring it to the street with the bamboos and stuff like that. We would always fool that up and make sure we drank that. And it was a, it was like a, a something special to do. You know, it was like, you know, it's a gift. You know, from from nature herself. So knowing that or coming from that, and then moving to the U.S. where we have water that just doesn't meet that standard or quality. You know, I I it, it, it's something that actually, you know, bothered me as a person. I'm like, man, this water is terrible. You know. And then, uh, you know, one day I was sitting right here in my backyard where I'm talking to you guys from right now with a friend of mine, also from Dominica. His name is Elroy. Uh, we call him Yoli. And we're sitting here and we were just talking about the same thing, the, the water, the water quality. And, you know, we're saying like, you know what would be crazy? There's people out here that live their whole life in America and they've never drank real water. They've only drank processed water. They wouldn't even know what real water tastes like, you know. And then we kind of got to the idea of saying, well, you know what would be really dope is if we could bring Dominica water to America and introduce people in America to real water. I mean, we're not just talking about drinking water. We're talking about water that came from the earth. It's something that you can't replicate. It can only be found, right? So with the idea of that, you know, we sat down, we just discussed. But you mean, mean me being a young business-minded individual, I started to really think about it. Like, I started to think about the logistics of it. Like, what would it take to bring water here from Dominica into the United States? And when I thought about it, it didn't seem possible at all. I was like, ah, you got to try to find the water. First of all, Dominica, we have our own challenges with the water, being able to manufacture it. Then you're going to have to find a way to move it from over here to over there. Then if you do have a demand, then where are you going to sell it to? You got to build a demand, you got to build a, build a brand. It's just like so much. So kind of seem discouraging. But, you know, exactly what you stand for is what helped me. I had the courage to push past 10, like you said. And I, I, I fought deeper into the idea. I say, you know what? I'm the person... I, I believe in inspiration, and I am, I believe I am a child of the king, the father, the creator. So I always draw for inspiration from him, you know, and in the inspiration, 
is like the most high said jeffrey this water that you think you have to take from dominica what if you could find it here he said this is the it's america what makes you think that my water is not here and i was like interesting so then i was like so what you telling me i need to go find it and it was the answer was yes he said this water that you need is here and you need to find it so i was excited i was like oh my god yes what if we could find it so i called my guy we spoke about it. i said bro what if we could find this water here what if we could find the same exact quality of water maybe dominica might have an exotic version of it but something that could represent what we know as dominicans in america and then we create a brand out of that first before we bring the element of dominica in wouldn't that be a way forward and that really was the answer you know so it, it encouraged us to even go beyond that and then we started a search we reached out to multiple we started searching different sources in america different types of water i started doing my research on how water is purified i started finding out all about rivers osmosis ionization i just have to go crazy on the idea like oh my god what is this? Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, let me jump in for a minute because I'm sitting here listening to you, Jeffrey, and I'm thinking to myself, most people who had a craving for water from Dominica and realized it was, was not possible, they would have just stopped. Correct. And they would have said, well, you know, a great idea. It's not going to work. Let me move on. But there's something I have found in people like you who are uh, inspirational, who are dedicated, who are natural entrepreneurs, they don't seem to take no for an answer. <laughs> that is the only way. I would have just thought, wow, boy, it would be really nice to have a glass of Dominica water. Okay, not possible. Let's move on. But yeah. what is it about you that said, no, it's possible? You see, I believe is here's what it really is. It's the power of the Most High. Yes. You know, he has already shown me a long time ago. And even growing up with my mom, my mom used to always tell me, Anything you believe in, anything whatsoever, you can achieve it. You just have to believe it enough. My mom used to tell me that. And over time, I started to believe that. And But I was raised in the church, right? I was raised, in, as a matter of fact, in Newton C-U-M church, right there by the gas station, okay? Mm -hmm. So my whole life, I used to be the drummer in the church and all of that. My foundation was built on faith and knowing that if you tell the mountain to come down, it will through wow. faith. So I was like, nothing is beyond me. I can create whatever it is, no matter how much it is. Well, you just have to be passionate enough to want to pursue it. You cannot pursue everything, but does it really matter enough to you? Yeah, and I think and I think you speak very well about faith. And you know, sometimes we speak about faith as just a thing, but I want to let the audience know that before we even started the program, the first thing you said to me is, Do you mind if we say a prayer? And I was very taken aback. <laughs> because in two years of um, almost two years of doing these programs, I have never had a guest who said to me, do you mind if we take a minute to say a prayer? So I know that you are very steeped in your faith and you are very driven by your conviction of what you've been put on the earth to do. So thank you so much for that. But let us get back into this because already the questions are coming in. So I know a lot of folks will have a lot of questions for you. But the fact that you don't have a degree in chemistry, um, you know, that did not hinder you. You just went full throttle into doing your research. So you were telling us about how you were looking for sources of water. So let's continue from there. Yes, so I was inspired and we started looking, I started doing my research. And uh, to me, I always believe before something can be, you have to speak it into being. So when I got on the phone with different sources and different people that have springs and places like that, I spoke to them from a capacity like I already have an established business. I don't want to come to them like it's an idea. I come to them like, listen, I need your water. I want to know what kind of water you got. I want to know more about your product. And you can see that they took me seriously enough to send me samples. Mm -hmm. So before you know it, you know, we had samples coming in from all different places of America, from all different types of springs and things like that. And 
a lot of times I come home from work and I'd meet a package on my doorstep. I'll take it inside. I crack it open. I try it. I be like, nah, I have to do no special test, no nothing. I come from Dominica. Right. My test buds is already being tested, okay, throughout my entire life. So I almost come to a point where I it, it slowed down because, you know, life always gets in the way, right? And I almost give up, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, That's natural. Nothing not meeting the quality. I'm like, ah, baby, I'm wrong. Okay. And then one day I got home from work and I saw a package at my doorstep. I took this package inside. I put it on my table, my table in my breakfast room. That package stayed there for almost two weeks, right? And that just so happened. I wonder, I was really, really thirsty. And I opened this bottle of water. I said, you know what? Let me drink this water. And listen, man. When I put this water in my mouth, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, my God. What is this? This kind of beer. I had four bottles. Four. They sent me four bottles. Immediately, I started to jump all around my house like I was losing my mind. I was like, this is it. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I cannot believe I found. I was just so excited about the idea. I called my guy, Aaron. And tell him, and he wondered, like, why are you so excited? All you know, I was like, bro, I'm telling you right now, we got the water. And he was like, okay, I'll see you tonight. Bet this guy came straight to my door. And when he drank the water, he felt the same energy. So I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew. And where had that water come from? It came from right here in Georgia, from the Blue Ridge Mountains, mm-hmm. right here locally. So then that just inspired me. I, I was thinking, do I keep this water to myself? Do I take this water to the people? I thought about it. I thought about so much work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I thought about who am I in this grand scheme of things where water is available at Walmart for 2 to 3 $3, $6, whatever the case is. Who am I to be able to tap into that? But I couldn't shake the idea. You know what really pushed me past 10? There is this book called Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. I was in a stage where I wasn't sure what to do. But one morning I woke up. And just as a suggestion on my YouTube, that book was there. Mm -hmm. As I get ready for work, I hit play and it started playing. It started playing. And I went to work. It's a 40-minute drive and it played. And by the time I got to work, I was hooked. I was like, what is this? And this book gave me so much more faith. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sit down. I was compelled. I was like, Lord, you're talking to me in so many ways. What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. You know? And I decided, you know what? Against all odds, I'm going to start the journey. I'm going to figure this out. But let me ask you, though, because you said um, they sent you the water. So who sent you the water? Was it somebody else with a bottle in plants who sent you the water? Somewhere that owned the source up in the United, up in the world. Oh. It's the source. Interesting. So the, the folks that own the source of the water can send you samples to see if you want to invest in the water. And work with the brand. We work with because you see, I'll tell you what, you know. A lot of times it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Right. Imagine you're a small business. Imagine you're a person, you don't have a lot of capital. You just have an idea. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, 90% of them, people are not just gonna jump on board with you because they don't know if your idea is valid, if it's gonna work or not. So the idea to get yourself off the ground is to find a path of least resistance the place where you don't have to invest too much because at the, at the beginning of it you don't even know if you're going to succeed mm-hmm. you don't even know if you're going to make it you're not going to put everything you have into it you have to do proof of concept you have to do it's so much to be done right so my idea as a as a as a business-minded person is to not try to recreate anything but it's right. trying to take what's already created which is water right and somebody else that to have the passion for water even before me mm-hmm. and then work within that and expand out of that because- right because you know jeffrey one of the things i always find if our people were very ambitious and highly driven 
but we always want to reinvent the wheel. And I'm always thinking to myself, the wheel already exists. All we have to do is formulate the will to our purpose as Dominicas. Why are we always trying to start from scratch? You're not gonna, you're not gonna get to the capacity that you want to because, and I know why. I know why. The reason why is we come from nothing. Right. In Dominica, we have to create everything that we know. But what a lot of people, when they migrate to the United States, do is they forget that you are no longer in Dominica. America is a capitalistic country and you have to learn how to capitalize on what was already created before you and until and unless you get into the spirit of that knowing that everything is at your fingertips everything is right there you just have to imagine it and then you just have to go and get it instead of going and try to create it because you cannot create water water has to be found some things you create from scratch depending on what it is. It all depends on where it comes from, what it is, okay? You need raw materials regardless. But we're talking about something as simple as just water. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that, um, Jeffrey. And, I, and I'm sure a lot of people want to know what is different about your water. So we will get into that in just a minute. But some practical questions come up as well. I mean, you know, with FDA regulations in Dominica, as opposed to Dominica, you know, the U.S. is highly regulated. So if folks are to consume your product, it's a whole other level of regulation. Did you work within the confines of the license of the company who bottles the water for you? So kind of just tell us, how did you find a company, first of all, to bottle your water? Absolutely, absolutely. So of course, are you, you know, being a business-minded individual, the first thing you do before you decide to go public, if anything, is research. Uh, preparation uh, people always think you know when they see you that's where you start but there's a lot of work that goes into things prior to even coming out with it right so my very first thought was all of these things that you guys thinking is it safe how can i make it safe how do i know if i don't do it right i will get sued or whatever that's the fear that cripples a lot of people they don't go past 10 because of that but in my mind i was like let me find out what it's about. I made the time to talk to the people that own the source. I also made the time to go and visit them. It was a two-hour drive. I took the time. I went and sit, sat with them. And I had an opportunity to be able to find out on a one-on-one, -on -one, verify where the source is coming from. And before I did that, I did my research. And in my research, I learned so much about water. I learned so much more about water than I ever thought I would, I would, I would understand. And what I've learned is most water that we drink is purified water, especially in the United States. I don't want to call no brands. Mm -hmm. As long as you look at a bottle of water and you see the word purified on there, just know that this wasn't good water that they take and purify they take the regular water, the same water that runs through all the systems. They run it through processes, processes that's already been regulated by the same FDA, which is reverse osmosis. That is what they're using right now. Reverse osmosis is intended to extract all the harmful bacteria, but from the water, it doesn't matter what kind of water, as long as it's not radioactive or some type of uh, water that's going to have some kind of high level of chemicals in there, as long as it's just regular water, whether it's clean or dirty, right? Reverse osmosis will remove the harmful bacteria, but in the process, it also removes all the natural minerals and everything that comes naturally with the water. So it really becomes distilled. It's not even water anymore. It's just liquid, it's black, right? So then what they do is they take the water and they run it for another process called ionization. Mm -hmm. Ionization is when they introduce all the different minerals, man-made, so to speak, for taste. And some of these companies, they put the alkaline and the uh, electrolytes and all the things that they market to you, you know, into the water to kind of hype it up. But really, they're only doing that because they already stripped it and they're trying to replenish it. All right. So when I found out that process, I was like, OK, I definitely want to stay away from that. 
So in my mind, if the water comes from the source, first of all, remember, when nature makes something, she makes it pure to begin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you find water at its source, it's not a question about whether it's good or not. You know it's good. Then, when you have, there is a regulation to be able to get water from the source, but to still able to maintain its integrity with all its minerals and all its properties, but also make it safe to drink. But it's a different process with that. So when I went and I sat with the people that already own the source, that already ahead of me in the business, I asked them the same questions. How is this water safe? Like, what is the process like? And here's what it came down to. First of all, they have a, a source that is protected. It's protected from the source. It's not exposed or open. So and again, we're speaking about the Blue Ridge Mountains, so high up in the mountains, not some stream or some river that can be contaminated. Absolutely not. It's, a, it's called a spring head. So they actually have a spring head on that plot of land. And out of that spring head, that water flows. They built a protective, under the FDA regulations and supervision, they built their protected area around it. They also created the reservoir where the water would come out of the ground, covered with no way of anything outside of the earth coming into it, where it enters that reservoir. And straight from there, it's, it enters straight into the plant. From the entry of the plant, the first coils that they go through is, is made out of gold. You know, gold is a pure mineral that comes from the earth. Cannot be, no matter what you do with gold, it's pure. Okay? And once you, once you get in there, uh, in order to remove any harmful bacteria without damaging any minerals, they expose it to uh, UV light, ultraviolet light. The ultraviolet will kill the, will kill the uh, you know, whatever harmful bacteria is in there without damaging the minerals. That's the regulation that the FDA and all the people before me, way before me, has agreed upon that we'll do that and be safe with everything. Then they take it through seven different micro filters. The filters are just intended to make sure that no particles of the soil or whatever, because that's where the water gets its mineral from. When you hear about water, you have to think about what they call the TDS. They call it the total dissolved solids. The lower it is, the better the water is, better the quality is. So they measure everything to see what the TDS is, make sure that the dissolved solids in there is super, super low. So by the time it goes through the seven different microfilters, which each one is smaller than the other, it is, it's already pure, right? Because it started pure in, to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then they introduce oxygen into it before they bottle it up. And oxygen is naturally flowing in the air. It's something that we breathe every second of the day, right? So this is the way that the FDA has regulated throughout their process. And they have the quality control processes. Like these people that I, ha I have made the connections with is more passionate about water than I am. Mm -hmm. And they are more grateful that they could find other people like me that could, that could see the value of what they have. Yeah, and, and you know, um, Jeffrey, it begs the question about the conversation, the funding for getting this started. Um, you know, how did you go about that? Did you have to write a proposal? And I see the questions coming in. Everybody wants to know why it's called trap water. So I'm coming to your question. I'm not ignoring you. But let's just get a few things out of the way first. So so what, what was that process? Did you have to write a proposal to the... Uh, the source, the Blue Ridge Mountain Company that you're working with, the funding. So just tell us how all that went for you. You know what? It's so simple. Mm -hmm. I, inspiration always leads the way. What I did, I, uh, I called them. It was as simple as a telephone conversation. And people always say, you have to imagine yourself somewhere before you actually start to talk about it or do anything towards it. So I imagine myself already established as a huge company. Mm -hmm. So when I talk to them, I talk to them from that capacity. But I started by first letting them understand how much I love their water. That was enough for them to want to hear more from me. And, and, and 
based on the conversation that we had in the beginning about the water, the product, and me asking them about it, the questions I asked, very specific questions, because like I said, I did all my research prior to even talking to them. I looked them up, all of that. They knew that I wasn't just a regular guy. So they, they extended an invitation for me to come and sit with them, come and meet with them. I actually took my whole team with me. I pick up Vince, he's on, he on the live right now. I have my brethren, uh, Mali, you know, Yoli, uh, uh, Yasin Bradley. I mean, a whole bunch of us. You know, because we've been talking about this thing for so long. And I, you know, I started creating the idea and, and all of that. And I was like, let's go up to the mountain and talk to these people. If you go on my YouTube, or if, even if you go on my, on my website and you scroll all the way down, you're going to see a video with us in our suit and ties and all of that. Going up there. We drove up there. The presentation of us walking in, coming to see these people, they, 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 they knew they was in the presence of people that was about business. Right. And I sat with them, and it was just a conversation. That was enough. I didn't have to do nothing special. I just had to sat, sit with them and tell them what I want to do and what I would like to do. And that was enough. I already had my label I did all that before I even spoke to them. Like I was so inspired. I created the idea. I created the brand, the labeling, like man was. So way before we even talk about the source, it's all about the preparation I did before coming in. And when I, when I spoke with them, I was able to show them my branding, my label, my logos, my ideas. And it was like, yes, we're gonna grant you the opportunity to work with us within your capacity. You talk about funding. I funded all of it. Thank God for construction. Because mm. really, that is where my source of energy and income comes from. And out of the construction, I invest my own money into the business, into the idea. Only because, in my mind, I'm like, if I allow somebody else to give me money and I fail, then I lose their money. I'll be indebted to that. And I, I don't want to lose nobody money. I want to make sure that before anybody come to me and put their money into something that I'm doing, I have to have proof of concept. I have to be willing to lose my money first. And then we could talk about if somebody else wants to join what we already created. Yeah, and, and we can't wait to hear why it's called T2O Trap Water. But before we do, let's acknowledge everyone who's joining us um, on the Facebook Live. Eagle Mike, good evening. Uh, Omar Monel, great to see you as always. Annette Philip, I saw you earlier. Laurencia, uh, Joanna, Alfred, great to see you. Paula Barry Fontaine, Agnes Rodney, always great to see you. Glenda Schillingford, Dave Bertrand is up very late in the UK to be with us. So Dave, we appreciate you being here. Uh, Mayma, I see your question. I will ask it in just a minute. Juliana Alexander, Henrietta Matthew, Jeffrey Pierre. Uh, let's see who else with there. So everybody who's here with us, thank you for being here. Don't forget to post the comments so I can actually see that you're here. Henrietta Matthew, uh, Dale Joseph. Let's see who else is here with us. Amanda Barron. Thank you guys for being here. Handel O'Brien, thank you for being here. Uh, don't forget to share the live as you come on in. We are speaking to this incredible young man out of Dominica, Mr. Jeffrey Coffee, who is the owner of Rosa Beverage Company. Jeffrey has only been in the U.S. for eight years. He's putting the rest of us who's been here for like 20-something years to shame because he has already started his construction company, which is doing well enough that he's able to invest in a brand new company called Roso Beverage Company, where he produces, of course, he's from Dominica, so he produces water. <laughs> so we're very happy to have him here. And um, Jeffrey, let us just go ahead and jump back into the conversation. Flacco, I see you. Thank you for being here. So Jeffrey, why the name? Why T2O Trap Water? That's a beautiful question. I love that question. I always so ready to answer that question. And it really comes down to inspiration again. When I found this water, and I found this water in the mountains, the inspiration I got was we need to take the mountain to the city. I live in, in the city. Everybody in the hustle, they're in the bustle, they're about their business. Nobody thinking about nature. 
nobody thinking about consuming natural. Some people do, but majority of people don't. So the idea was being able to deliver a product to the people in the city. It was like, the question to me was, how do I give this product back? That was the biggest thing. How do I give it back? I think in, you know, me and Yoli and, and Elroy was there with me, like from the gate. Like that was my brother that we sat together and we camaraderie right around the ideas. And we was like, listen, Atlanta is a city. What drives the city that we live in? If you want to deliver something to people, you you have to first deliver it for something that means something to them. And to me, when I thought about what means the most to me, it was my culture. What brought the whole idea together, it was my culture. But I'm like, I have to deliver this to somebody else's culture. Now, how do I do that? So I decided to go and find out what is the culture of Atlanta. And it brought me to the music, to the entertainment, to the hip hop. When I sat down and we look at the elements of hip hop, I Google this a hundred times. What is the elements? Of it? There's five elements of hip hop. There's the music, there's the DJs, there's the graffiti where people are there spraying on the walls and stuff like that, you know. And um, um, you know, there's a dancing, and then there is a uh, the, the guy on the mic, the microphone, the MC, the the, the 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 singer. That is the five elements that makes the hip hop culture. So in my mind, I am like, how do I deliver this, Lord? I confused. And he said to me, in his own words, deliver it to the people through the culture. And I was like, okay, dig deeper. What is the culture of Atlanta? It's trap. It is the trap. T2O trap water was only because I wanted to start where I am base. If I cannot touch my base, I cannot touch the world. Okay? So in my mind, I'm like, everybody going to... I Actually, my sister... Her name is Tara Jervie. May God rest her soul. She's passed away. Okay? I told her about that. And she's been here. She's the one that opened the door for me to be here, for my mom to be here first, then my mom to send for us. And when I told my sister, she was like, Jeffrey, trap water is not going to work. I was just, why? It's what I'm thinking. It's what that's inspiration I get. And she was like, everybody going to want to know why trap water. Trap doesn't have a very good meaning in America. The trap is a whole lot of things. It's not what you think it is. I was like, okay, let me think about it. She said, even if you start in the city and everybody in the city love the idea because that's their culture, how do you take it beyond that? That is another question about pushing past 10. So that took me back to the drawing board. So I could, do, I could have done two things. I could have abandoned the idea or figure out how to push past them. The idea was, I already know I have to give it to the city that I am in. That's clear. That's not me said that. That's him said that. So how do I take this idea beyond that? And that's what inspired T2O. It, it's really a play on H2O. And the T really stands for trap. But then the question comes down to, what does the trap mean to me? So when I think about it, I'm like, okay, I hear all the negatives. What if we can take this negative and turn it into a positive? Is that possible? And I, I had I had the companionship of, of a lot of people, Mali, Vince, my brother, you know, it's things that we discussed. It didn't happen overnight, okay? And, and we all agreed that we could turn this negative word or supposedly seeming negative word into a positive. And then we decided, let us get an acronym that stands for a lot more. And trap is to rehydrate and prosper. My brother Vince came in and he was like, yes, we're working with that. And then he came back and said, to rise above poverty. <laughs> T-R-A-P, 
our really mission, when I thought about it, the core of what we're doing is to rehydrate and prosper. It is to bring the hydration, and through the hydration, we're going to get prosperity. Anybody come on board with the idea and be able to first focus on hydrating the people with something better, the prosperity aspect of it will come. And then to kind of home into what Vince said, Vince said to rise above poverty. And when I look in the city, I see the poverty. And I know why Vince came with that, because we were talking about the water boys, the water boys were already in Atlanta, they was having a bunch of negative press around them, all of that. And I was like, how can we make this rise above? Like, this is what inspired all of that. We, we, we try to reach out to them, see how we could work with them. But, you know, without end of organizations, a lot of things don't get to happen. And then, you know, things sometimes always take its own form. Yeah, and for, and for those who are less familiar with who the Water Boys are, of course, we live in Atlanta area, so we know who they are. Those are the young guys who are on the highways and the byways selling bottled water. You are listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. The calibre of young people, people in general, who come from Dominica. So let us get beyond calling, especially our young people in Dominica, lazy and unproductive, because I think the reality is that many times they do not have the enabling environment. So again, you know, if with the enabling environment, we're able to do so much more. So that is what we really ought to be focusing on in Dominica. Is there an enabling environment that allows for people to be able to uh, reach their full potential, to be able to tap into their untapped potential, as is the name of this program, so that they are able to excel? And I think many times, what we are seeing is that those who leave Dominica where there is very little opportunity to excel and are able to just go over to, to smaller islands such as St. Lucia, even St. Kitts are able to thrive. So what is it that we as Dominicans need to do to ensure that we have an enabling environment in Dominica? So again, we want to say congratulations to Mr. Jeffrey Cuffey on his success. We know that it is a very um, uh, tough mountain that he is climbing, but we are confident that his water company will be able to sustain and thrive. And we all have a role to play with regards to supporting him. So what I'm going to do for our featured video this week, I will put the entire interview of Jeffrey Cuffey, the Facebook Live interview that we did with Jeffrey Cuffey. And at the end of the video, you will be able to find his contact information so that if you are in the space of uh, water production, water bottling, you will be able to assist him because so far we've had two people who've come on board to say, you know, this is a space that I'm in and I would be more than happy to have a conversation with Jeffrey. So that is what it's all about. It is all about the power of community, the power of us getting together to move each other forward and to move our country by extension forward. So again, uh, pushpast10.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0.com is where you will be able to find the featured video, which will be Jeffrey Cuffey's T2O uh, water, trap water interview. So again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0.com for this information. And while you're there, don't forget to click on the YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is growing quite nicely. I think we're probably up to about 
155 subscribers at this point. So our YouTube channel is growing quite nicely. So don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and don't forget this is where you will find all the interviews and all the programs that we've had. And while you're there as well, you can also click on the past podcast um, tab on the website and you will be able to be linked to all the episodes of Untapped Potential you may have missed. So as we continue along here for the day, and again, you know, just in basking in the beautiful weather, looking out of the window here in Georgia and just simply enjoying the beauty of nature and the cool temperatures um, in this area. So really grateful for that today. But as we continue along here today, our tip of the week is going to be the power of saying no. So, you know, sometimes we have so much coming at us at one time. We have responsibilities of the home, responsibilities of the family, responsibilities of our career, and then friends and family are tugging at us as well. So it can be very difficult to say no, but that is a skill that we actually need to learn to acquire. So we're looking at psychologytoday.com and the name of this particular article is The Power of Saying No, How to Say No and Increase Your Self-Esteem and Overall Mental Health. So again, Psychology Today, The Power of Saying No, How to Say No and Increase Your Self-Esteem and overall mental health. So certainly an article that I highly recommend. And the key points in this article are feeling confident in saying no can help people set clear and consistent boundaries in their relationships. Uh, People can find a way to say no that feels natural to them, such as by sandwiching the refusal between positive comments. Different forms of self-care include saying no, positive affirmations, and creative activities. So I highly recommend this article, again, Psychology Today and the Power of Saying No. And you know, it is just so wonderful that we have all this information at our fingertips. Do you remember the days without the internet? where we act, we had to go to a library or we had to find other ways to seek information. I just think that we should be taking uh, better opportunities to take advantage of all the information. The, the entire world is now at our fingertips, literally. <laughs> so I just want to remind us to always take advantage of the positive content that is out there because as you know, there is so much noise in the world, you know, look over here, look over here. Um, I was watching one of our favorite TV shows, which is Shark Tank. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's the program where um, entrepreneurs go and pitch their products, their businesses to a group of investors. And I was so disappointed because they've changed the format. And I hope this is only a temporary change because they've changed the formats to where now there's an audience and and the investors and the entrepreneurs are trying to speak above the audience. And it's just so noisy. Whereas it used to be just the investors and the entrepreneurs trying to make a deal and we as the audience taking in um, the, 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 taking in the the situation that was going on. So I think there's just so much noise in the world right now that we always have to find opportunities to just quiet, quiet down our lives. And so, um, you know, if you're looking for some ideas, the internet is a great place to start. And just in terms of insulating ourselves from all the noise around us, so we are better able to focus on our goals and moving our lives forward. So here we are at the end of the program. I hope that you found great value in our program today. Um, again, I am Dr. Simone Matthew, and this is Untapped Potential, where we come together each and every Tuesday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time right here on TDN Radio to get powered up and energized for the week ahead and to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we're working on and how do we remain consistent. So if you're struggling, 
struggling to remain consistent on those goals, be sure to always come here every Tuesday because we come together to get each other energized and to just keep each other motivated. So there's still some time. The end of the year is not for another, what is this, September, October, November, December. We have another three months. So there's lots that can still be done in those three months to get those goals up and going. So again, I will see you next week right here, same time, same place for another episode of Untapped Potential on TDN Radio. So until then, you remember that your life story is your strength. The challenges that you faced in the past have prepared you for the challenges that you face today. So remember to stay strong, stay positive, stay engaged, and stay active. So until we meet again next week at the same time, you have your...